Hey, so today I'll be talking kind of about my first experience with freelancing. And I think that from learning software over the last couple years and programming and design, of course, um, I think I didn't really fully expect my clients to be my best mentors. Um, and so they do that by shaping my product, what I've built for them, into something that they want. And for me, that gives me a better idea of how to actually articulate my design and my engineering skills. Um, I and mean, I think that's really important. Um, and I don't think that that's really highlighted when you ask someone what their experience has been with freelancing. And I mean, I've just started. Um, I just got my first two projects uh, slash products that I'm working on. But I think that it really does and really has challenged me to really push my bears of what I think I'm capable of and what I actually can do in a short amount of time. So that's been really interesting and just also it helps you see your blind spots and your personal biases um, towards specific things and because I'm so design oriented I have like the few uh, quirks and personal like favorite colors and stuff like that that I'll reuse over and over again and to, to see that kind of be broken down is actually quite humbling and also like in turn has made me a better designer so um for me that's been really really important and uh, I just wanted to share that little nugget of wisdom of what I've learned so far because usually when you talk to freelancers they've been doing it for a while and I'm only 19 and this is my first time really doing this professionally for startups. I've built websites for friends and stuff, but um, <laughs> most of those people don't know exactly what they want. And so they give them something that's very, you know, generically well-designed. But these are actually people that I'm working for now that want something specific and they want something to look a specific way and they have a vision in their head and they want it to be communicated. And I think that communication also um, is something that I didn't really realize is so important when it comes to design and to um, engineering in general. It's like, if you have a different idea than your boss or the person above you, which in the case of being a freelancer is your client, then they're going to tell you and if you aren't able to make, meet their standards, they're going to tell you to fix it. And um, it's only until you become come to a cooperative, like, uh, middle ground that you are able to create something worthwhile. Um, so I don't know. It's been an interesting process, but definitely I feel like these skills and doing freelancing will actually help me in the long term of being a really good engineer.
um, because I've already got paid to do and to basically fine-tune my skills so when I actually go for like a long-term position at a place like Google or Twitch or any of these other companies then I'll be ready and I'll be able to communicate really well so I think that's really important and yeah those are a couple of things that I learned and I've been thinking about ever since I started and yeah thanks bye Hi Fiona, um, I'm Tori. I'm a listener listening in from California, and I had a little suggestion for a segment you could do. Um, I would be really excited to hear your thoughts on uh, popular trending topics. Um, an example might be like your opinions on fidget spinners versus fidget cubes, because uh, a lot of people have mixed emotions on, on that very hot, hot debate. Um, so hopefully I'll be able to hear all of your thoughts soon in a segment just like that um thank you so much have a great day so uh thanks thanks tori for uh calling in and uh you know just checking in with how i am and how things are doing uh so back to your question fidget spinners versus fidget cubes now that my friend is a question and to be real I think that there are so many more tricks you can do with a fidget spitter in comparison to a fidget cube and not only that but you can also balance the fidget spinner on different parts of your body and you can balance multiple of them so I'm gonna have to go with the fidget spinner. Um, I really think that there's some really cool, innovative disruption that's happening right now. People are, you know, just out there creating their own fidget spinners. They, you, it's really easy to buy the bearings. They're from skateboards and they're really inexpensive. Um, and you know, I mean, like, even even your boyfriend 3D printed you a fidget spinner, so I gotta say, I think, I think uh, we've got a winner, uh, winner, winner, fidget spinner, if, if, if I may. Um, and I really think that uh, fidget spinners, you know, they're not the future, but they're definitely, like, one of those toys that will go down in the history of our generation. Um, and there was such a large craze, and people actually paid, you know, sometimes even a hundred dollars for a specific fidget spinner, um, because of the quality of the material. I think that that's something that you're not gonna really find, um, with a lot of other, uh, uh, trends and different toys and fads out there like the range that you got of content and of uh of of usage like you 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 had people making like fidget spinners that were on fire you had people making fidget spinners out of pretty much anything um because of the versatility of the skateboard bearing 
you're not going to find that same versatility with a fidget cube. And in fact, the fidget cube is very much a one-trick pony, even though technically it has five tricks, right? But with a fidget spinner, you have multiple, you have infinite possibilities. You have, you have infinite tricks that you can do with that because it's really up to the users to personalize their experience of the fidget spinner, whereas you have only th five use cases with the fidget cube. So there you have it. That's my in-depth opinion on the subject. Um, fidget cubes are, are suck. Fidget cubes are suck. And they're overpriced. And there's also a lot of knockoffs that are very much lower quality than a lot of other fidget cubes. The original was on the market. Literally, the idea of a fidget cube came from a Kickstarter that rose millions of dollars. But a fidget spinner... It's a simple toy that anyone can make. It's open source and has a range, a sliding scale, if you will, of um, prices available to the general public. So I think, honestly, the fidget spinner is the middle class, the common man's toy. Anyway, thank you for listening. Um, I hope that answers your question. Uh, have a great night.